Hi, this is iHeartRadio's Carol Miller from Q1043 in New York. Here on UK Radio, we have a glimpse into authentic British local rock radio. This time, Nigel Pierce interviews guitarist Zal Clemenson of the sensational Alex Harvey Band. And Zal has his own new group. Well, there we go. The sound of T Rex from 1971 and their brilliant album, uh, Electric Warrior. I played that track a couple of weeks ago, and the response from people that said that uh, haven't heard that for a long time. So there you go. You've heard it again on Future Radio 107.8 FM and Swindon 105.5. Now, the mid to early to mid late seventies, sorry, saw a rise of a band that uh, made a real name for themselves called the Sensational Alex Harvey Band, and I'm very pleased that we've been able to grab one of the most important members of that band, Zal Clemenson, and he's on the phone today. Good morning to you, Zal. Good morning, Nigel. How are you doing? How I'm, are you? I'm fine, and how are you? Do I detect a Scottish brogue there, Zal? You, I detect a Scottish brogue. Yes, born and bred in Glasgow. Yeah, indeed. Oh, you're a Glaswegian, are you? I am a Glaswegian, yes, at heart, yes. Well, um, but uh, travelled around a lot since then, so yeah, obviously the accent does modify itself when you have to. Well, in some terms, it makes you—I wouldn't say it makes you more intelligible, but it makes people understand you if because they, they don't have to work so hard. I'm well, the that, other one. That's <coughs> nice to know. Uh, mind you, a broad Glaswegian accent, you wouldn't have a chance for. I know, and it's the same with the London accent, I mean, but there you go. That's another story, Zal. Now, look, yeah, yeah. you've yeah. had a fantastic career, and I know that time is precious with all, with all what's going on, so we want to get as much yeah. out of you as we can. Now, you yeah. bit, I don't want to make you sound ancient, because you're not, because you've all been around a bit, but you took a decision yeah. to retire from music. Now, that was a monumental yeah. decision, bearing in mind what you have did before and what you've done since. Yeah. So how did you come to that decision? Was it dissatisfaction? Did you think you'd done well, enough? Or was it just, I want to rest? Well, the thing was, at the Fab, we kind of um, tried to reinvent the band. And uh, obviously, with Alex not being around, we couldn't sort of go back to the original lineup. So we were always looking for somebody to try and front the band. And we struggled quite a bit to uh, to find the right person to, to, to sort of take over that role. But then we found a guy called, uh, in Glasgow, a guy called Max Maxwell, who was just absolutely wonderful. He was a wonderful performer and showman. And <coughs> he... He gave us a bit of an impetus to 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 get back and do it again. So we so we put a new lineup together with Max singing. The original four other members were there, and we got all got ourselves all up up to speed with all the sad stuff. And went out and did a couple of tours, and released an album. I think because that was recorded live as Salvation album, uh, and it worked all right, you know, and it worked good, and everybody sort of enjoyed it and so on and so on. But for me, the problem was that I was feeling like I'd become like a tribute to myself, or to the, the band would becoming like a tribute act uh, to Sad in general. And I thought, well, I would like to move on from that. I would like to start, you know, working on some fresh new songs, and maybe take music in something with a bit, bit, bit different direction again, and, and and start writing and so on. And the rest of the band just didn't seem to want to kind of get involved in that. So it kind of, for me, my my energy. I lost the energy for it, to be perfectly honest. I lost the, the impetus to, to to keep on doing that. Uh, so I just decided to pull the plug, and I said, "Right, I'll just I'll just stop. I'll stop playing altogether." And that's exactly what I did. Well, you left me. You didn't say. I would say you left behind a legacy because you're still here. But you've left a legacy mm-hmm. with the sensational Alex Harvey mm-hmm. band that I remember when I was at college. I remember, you know, the Boston Tea Party and Delilah yeah, and everything yeah. like that. And I also remember yeah. the cover up because I thought the cover up was absolutely fantastic. And yeah. you know, very bright, very vivid. 
Um, yeah, and, yeah. And then you took the Boston Tea Party and you gave what I can only consider to be a memorable performance on top of the pops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it was a popular song, you know. It, 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 the thing about that time was, that even though we had come from a background of more heavy rock, the tear gas of the band that joined Alex, we were, and I personally, my heart lies more on the heavy rock side of things, we were kind of dragged towards the commercial end of the market simply through the record company pressure, I would say. You know, they had to, at that time, it was like, you had to have a hit single, you have to have a hit single, you've got to be on top of the pops. So we kind of conjured up one or two songs that sort of came into that bracket. But for me, as, as you know, just to you know, to move things forward, you know, but the band that I have now is much more connected to what I was doing before I joined Alex, which is the heavy metal, heavy rock kind of market that uh, that, I, that I prefer to play. To be perfectly honest. Well, that's fantastic because I was going to lead into that anyway. Because as I said, we started mm. in the middle. When I, I take your retirement as a middle period now, you see whether you're whether you're re, <laughs> regaining strength, getting new influences, yeah. working things yeah. out, and you're in more control, yeah. of course. So we come to your new band, Sin Dogs. Mm. I've got to ask you, mm. where'd you get the name from? The name is actually the title of a song. Uh, I'd, I'd written a song called Sin Dogs, and, and it was um, you know because I, I have a. a Strong, I have a strong connection with, um, let's call it anti-religious and anti-theist sort of uh, um, ideas and philosophies. So I, I thought, uh, so a lot of my songs are based upon that kind of uh, premise, like, you know, about looking at things from that perspective and the biblical sort of carry on and all that stuff. So anyway, I, I'd written a song called Sindels and it was all that just song, basically. And, and then when we were looking to just get the band sorted, I thought, well, Okay, let's just call it Sun Dogs. And the guys, all, the guys just went, yep, that sounds fine, we'll go with that. And it's just stuck, yeah. Well, okay, so what do you do with Sun Dogs? Because what I want to do is obviously get another sort of three or four minutes after the next track, so I've got a track to fill in. Mm. But what's your plans now? Are you recording an album? Are you going out on a good tour or a little yeah, tour or, or whatever? Just, yeah, the album's just come out. It's just uh, it's available right now. We've just been um, getting things sent out to people because they'd sent a lot of pre-orders, but we did a kind of a crowdfunding thing to get the album finished and recorded so that's all been done and as we speak they've been wrapped up and packed off to people so yeah that's out now it's called volume or vol one the, the album so that's uh, and that was a studio album we recorded yeah doing up up in glasgow near glasgow well done was it was it a hard project to do or did it sort of come fairly easy no it's fairly easy because the thing is that i had a whole bunch of songs that i'd written when i Sort of decided to come back out of retirement. I was going through a bit of a bad spell, um, the sort of anxiety, depression, that kind of thing. I thought, well, there's only one way out of this. I'm going to have to start playing music again. And the more I started to sort of get involved again in, in writing, I thought, well, you know, these songs are coming out all over the place. It's just too good to pass up. So the thing kind of snowballed for me. And once I got in contact with the guys, the rest of the guys that make up the band, they were a Glasgow-based band. We just kind of, as I say, things just really uh, moved forward really, really quickly. And we got out to do a few gigs last the end of last year. We did a few gigs, and then we got the recordings finished, as I say. Um, so yeah, a bunch of songs, great songs, and um, 
all going in the right direction as far as I'm concerned for me. Yeah. Well, that's great. What I want to do, I want to play a track because um, we've got one or two techno problems this morning. Dave does know about sure. it. So uh, I'm going to play a track and then what I want to do, and get your track in later so that when you get a copy of it, it will be in there. But I'm going to play yeah, a track sure. that, although we're not selling out for you, Zal, please don't think that uh, I'm taking the money. <laughs> I'm taking the money and I'm going to run. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to play this short track because I'd like to have another four or five minutes with you, if that's okay with yeah, you. Man. Hold on, yeah, for, and please listen into one of my favourite bands and their song, My Brother Jake. My brother Jake. That was Nigel Pierce interviewing Zal Clemenson. Stay tuned for more from Great Britain on the next UK radio. <laughs> 